us. Us, Andrew Ray yeah. Andrew Raycroft, Josh Dolan. I was gonna, I was gonna throw out the razor and the scooter thing again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> that was your nickname, and I want a nickname. <laughs> I thought the scooter would be a fun nickname. So uh, we're this is a little bit different background than um, I'm usually at, and I'm usually at the radio station or I'm at my uh, home studio, which is a fancy fancy word for living room, and, but uh, we were having uh, some furniture delivered, and the greatest bar um, answered the bat, the bat signal, and also they're interested in maybe <laughs> but uh, yeah, the greatest bar is always good to us, and uh, did you ever come here after a game or anything? Yeah, we did, this is, uh, this one opened in you know, 2004, just a probably halfway through that year, that season, 03, 04, so, yeah. Um, yeah, my wife and I had come in after my girlfriend at the time, my wife now, we'd come in, I remember watching World Series games in here in 04, which was really? a tough, uh, it was a tough bid to get in here at the time, because this was really rocking and rolling, and, um, you know, kind of had to throw the Bruins card around to get in to, to be able <laughs> to watch the game at any bar, really, in the city, and especially this one, so. So yeah, I mean now with the kids, I don't uh, we don't venture this way too often, but it's uh, it's it's kind of funny to be back in here. Yeah, but spot. I am super pumped that you're doing the podcast with me. Um, I've never had a co-host, um, but after talking to you a little bit at the radio station when you came in and stuff, I was thinking it would have been a if you were interested, it would be a fun fit. But I was always like, why would he be interested in doing a podcast? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm always looking for something new and fun, and obviously we've had fun doing this before, so, yeah. um, you know, it's, uh, it's fun to, to kind of just talk, and I'm sure we'll get into some hockey and talk that, and, um, you know, and life. it's good to, yeah, current events, lots of current events, no politics, but, um, but yeah, great to be out of the house and hanging out. Yeah, I, lo- I love to, yeah, we for the listeners, they don't have to worry about politics because I don't, I don't know anything. Perfect. So yeah, I'm Canadian. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. go somewhere else for that. That's stuff. right. Um, so I've never like had a segment, but I'm thinking we should have some segments with people. I don't know, like a, like a recurring thing. I don't okay. Know, like five questions. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like maybe okay. a current events section. I don't know. You'll you'll have to uh, brainstorm that one with yeah. some people. We'll have to throw throw some things around. Yeah, you need some curveballs. But yeah, just to get uh, people up to speed on us, I took some time away from the podcast. That's why new episodes haven't been posted as much. Um, There's a lot going on, but I've been... This industry is a... It's like a big chess game. I don't know how the sports industry is, but the entertainment industry is a lot of waiting around. And that a lot of paperwork and not fun stuff, but everything I've been working on is starting to come out now, so I'm excited for everyone to be seeing that, and this is one of them. Um, and what have you been up to? You've been uh, skating with the alumni? Busy. Yeah, yeah, lots of... Doing uh, that last year? Yeah, so kind of getting back in the mix. I've got uh, three awesome kids that, you know, require a lot of time, but they're getting older and now able to kind of get out and do some more alumni stuff, do some nesting, and get back into hockey that way, which has been really fun. And you know, now uh, you know, the, 
the podcast world, see where this takes me. So, um, but yeah, great. I'm in the area, and you know, like I said, lots of family time, busy with that, and um, continue to really find my calling in life. But um, at the moment, it's fun to, to do Bruins and alumni, do some Nesson work, which is really fun to get in the studio, and look forward to doing the, more of that this year, and um, you know, do some of this. When I start, when because I started out as like just a stand-up comedian, and then when I got hired in radio, I was like, well, I don't really want to do radio, but all right. And then I kept going with it, and then I got hired as a Bruins beat reporter, and I was like, oh, now I gotta actually pay attention to the games. And like writing blogs or anything, I feel like I'm like taking notes during the game because I don't want to mess any like like any facts up or anything about the game up when I'm talking about it. Do you feel that like when you're in the Nesson studio? Are you like, oh God, how am I gonna break this down? Like I, it seems so hard to me to be able to do that, to like break it down as you're watching it. I mean, as a professional, it's probably a little bit easier for you because you understand the game better than like a fan, but it still must be pretty difficult. Yeah, no question. Yeah, you know, I found, you know, just, you have to be precise and you want to get it right, obviously, you know, nowadays you get on TV or you get on a podcast and um, it's there forever, you know, it yeah. things don't go away anymore, you, yeah. you can't deny them anymore, that's pretty, uh, so, so no, no question, um, you know, doing the nest and you have to watch guys, you have to follow who's coming up, you know, I found the big thing is like transactions, okay. You know who got called up this week who got sent down right. or what's going on with the other team are the goalies injured especially for me you know fortunately for the most part on Nessa you know I've got a lot of goalie specific stuff that's that's what I did and what I know so um, you know that makes it a little easier but you still need to know the young guys that are on the fourth line that you know could have a breakout game and, or who were playing really well so you know for the you know it's one thing to watch the game and just kind of hang out and catch you know minute here and a minute there but uh, you know when I'm when I'm going on on studio I, I you know really focus on those few days ahead of time kind of what's going on in the league and staying on top of it yeah and especially with this time of year I feel like this is kind of the most hectic because it's like rookie camp just started and is this time of year bring back any like anxiety for you <laughs> not not for so much camp. anxiety but but kind of yeah the summer's over um, you know we uh, it's funny we drove up uh, to the North Shore this weekend and uh, drove past Wakefield the Sheraton and Wakefield which I've spent you know probably a year of my life in you know for oh, training right. camps and <laughs> so this is the time of year that, that that I'd end up you know checking in there for a month or so um, Know, hopefully longer a couple times longer so uh, so it's more that you know it's this still even though I've been out of the game for a while this still you know back to school this is kind of the routine and the cadence my body still has to yeah. getting busy again and, and trying to find things to do and unfortunately I uh, I don't have someone telling me what to do for the next nine months and, and I miss that probably more than anything you know I would know exactly what time the bus was gonna be in February 3rd where we were going and yeah, like that structure. Going. yeah so um, you know I'm, I certainly crave that at this time of year and, and I'm, I'm trying to find it now on my own but obviously with, with kids in school that helps but but yeah absolutely my, my body and my mindset certainly you know seems to um, you know focus a little more this time of year yeah because I was always 
I, I hate fall time, like the beginning of fall. Like, I'm a big summer guy, so whenever fall rolls around, I'm like, can't, I can't do it. But once September 1st hits, I'm like, all right, well then, it's kind of like when you're sick and you don't want to throw up, and like, no, I don't want to do it, and then after you feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, August is kind of my, I don't, August I don't like, because August always feels like, yeah, I don't like um, it either, that's when my birthday is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a long ways to go wearing one else, but, um, but yeah, like, May, June, July are fun, and then August seems like, you know, that's time, all right, let's just get to September, you know, yeah. I sometimes let summertime get away from me just because of that, it's like, all right, let's just do September now, kind of over the routine, so, uh, or the non-routine, the chaos of summer, especially now with, uh, with the three kids, it's, uh, you know, it can get out of hand on you pretty quick. Yeah, so you golf a lot, and I noticed you got a cladifon. Yeah, well, I played this week. I was with Ken and Bobby, uh, what's today? On Friday, they had the tournament down there at Willow Bend, so it was a great day. Played some, with, uh, played with some friends. I assume Lenny Clark was down there. Lenny, Lenny had the opening ceremony, which is always uh, close to the line and always yeah. really funny, which always oh, makes we'll me laugh. Oh, we'll have him on the podcast, so. Yeah, 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 <laughs> he's the best. He's Best. It's awesome. And, so, and his colored pants. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, so yeah, played golf with with those guys last week, which was always a great. You know, it's a great tournament and lots of fun to to see them. I I known Ken for a long time and played a lot of golf with them back in the day. So, um, I always make a point to get down there for his tourney. But other than that, I haven't played. You know, Red Pork had his tournament a few weeks ago. So, you know, you try and get to people's events that you know. Are I'm friends with, or you know, are doing great work. So, but beyond that, it's hard to to, to get out of the house for five or six days. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, two or three times a week. But Every single okay. summer, I want to learn how to play golf, but I just like I go to the driving range and I can't, I, I can't do it. I don't. I guess it's just I need more time to be able to practice. No, it. yeah, it's it's one of those. It's that's a two-year commitment essentially to start playing golf at. Because it seems like a lot of hockey players are really good golfers, and I've played hockey my whole life, but I'm like, I can't wrap my head around the golf thing. Yeah, the golfers that, you know, are the guys that got to do nothing all summer and just go to the golf course. You know, that's kind of how that works. Even the guys that didn't play when they were younger, um, you know, if they commit themselves, you know, there's guys like Ryan Whitney's a guy who didn't start, and now he plays all the time, but I know he's a guy who... Didn't play when he was a kid, but basically is like at the golf course, you know, seven days a week, ten hours a day, just grinding. So he's a good player now. But that's 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 what golf is. You need to repetitions is incredibly important. Next summer, we don't yeah, yeah, and then two years from that, <laughs> yeah, you'll be ready to actually play. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I can commit, at all. commit part time with that training, yeah, type thing. Um, but yeah, speaking of Ken Casey, I've I've tried to get him on podcast a few times. We we definitely should try and get him on. That'd be a good guest, and uh, fun. I've had a few of uh, his fighters that I'm friends with, Danny O'Connor and uh, Mark DeLuca. They've been on the podcast, and they'll be fighting here at the Garden um, next month. Got it. Next month, so that should be a fun fun yeah, fight, Danny O'Connor, and check that out. He, uh, Danny O'Connor just won the, you watch fighting at all? Or boxing? Or? Not really, no. I mean, I, I remember the good old days of 
Gotti, Arturo Gotti, oh, Mickey yeah, Ward, yeah. those ones, but I haven't, uh, I haven't followed it very much now. I, I'll see the big fights, but I don't know the, I don't know the ins and outs very well. So I think update I, me. I think my dad wanted me to be a boxer. Yeah, but I didn't have the build for it. But looking back at old home videos, like all of it is me boxing, and I'd have new <laughs> boxing equipment, and I was like. I didn't, I didn't realize until now. I was kind of training, wasn't I? Yeah. How <laughs> come I still can't throw a bunch? Yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah, we talked about it. I talked about it the last week, getting kids into the, the training of it. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's good cardio. It I is. started up again, and I was. it's almost like how you can work out as much as you want, but there's nothing like skating shape. Yeah, same like, thing. I haven't skated in a year because, well, because I haven't had time, and then also my lungs collapsed yeah. randomly. Yeah, that was fun. That's cool. That was. <laughs> I don't get how some play. Have you ever had a lung collapse? Ah, uh, no. Oh my god, it's the most painful thing ever, and you can't breathe, obviously. And we're at the greatest bar, and we're next to the wall of the Stanley Cup Finals, and I think it was this Stanley Cup run, Patrice Bergeron played with a punctured lung, so we played with one lung. Yeah, yeah, he had something going. Patrice's pain tolerance is obviously pretty high. Yeah, that's a an issue or something at one time too. But yeah, he uh, he's walked down the lot. hallway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, you went four Stanley Cup rounds. Was it? Crazy. Well, not the whole four. No, rounds. unfortunately, that's. But yeah, I mean, that's it's something else. I can't imagine that uh, kind of thing. And you, you, you knew. You guys were rookies together. We were. Yeah, yeah. He, I was with him his first year pro, so we were roommates. Um, in, in that oh, I didn't know you were roommates. Yeah, roommates on the road. So we spent a lot of time sleeping. We slept basically all season long. So uh, <laughs> you know, we didn't get out too. We didn't get out on the road too much. He was. He couldn't even. You know, he was only eighteen at the time. So most places he couldn't even go out to. Um, was he like super disciplined or something? Like he seems like he's like one of the most consistent players in the NHL, which is very hard to do. No, he's extremely disciplined and passionate and hardworking and all those all those words that you would describe a leader or someone who's gonna probably be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, you know, you can go down the list of all the hockey guys, all the guys I've played with through that way. Um, he's no different, no question. But uh, yeah, he's a great guy. Always fun to see him. I still like he's the first person that has played for the Bruins that I feel like I remember him being 18 because I was I forget how old I was, but I remember he was the new kid on the team, and we both were. And then now I'm like I can't believe that team is like he's the veteran on the team. Yeah, and I'm like, by a lot now. Yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah, you get old. Yeah, well, but yeah, he's been here, what, 14 years now? This will be 14, 13, 14 years. So it's insane. My yeah. very first playoff game, he scored the overtime goal. Yeah, and game two, Montreal, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. 2-1 here in the fleet. Yeah, Yeah. it was my first, uh, my parents, I was an only child for my whole life, and then yeah. when I was 12, my parents had twins. Oh, nice. So I was like, went from all the attention was on me to zero yeah. attention on me. <laughs> and that was like the the first time in like a year they were like, all right, let's get him out of the house. And gotcha. my dad brought me to that game. That was that a good was, one. That was back when I think they were still like, 
getting used to being in, like the organization was like, oh, we're back in the playoffs, and they were handing out the boomsticks like we were in Tampa or something. Yeah, it was, uh, yes, it was a different time, you know, in the garden. It was before that lockout, you know, before everything really changed, you know, a few years after that, it was pretty, pretty old school still. Around yeah, there. but that was, that was like my first, like, playoff moment was him scoring that, and I was like, oh, who's this? Bergeron? Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, I can get behind him. I think I was in seventh grade. That's funny. <laughs> but that that was a good team. That was uh Yeah, it was a great team. We blew it that year, but it was uh it was a great team and you know, we just didn't go our way at the end, you know, with injuries and stuff, but we had uh we had a lot of great players that um some are still playing and yeah. others had long careers after that, so um, it was. It was a. That was a big disappointment. It always will be. You know, looking back, but it's a long time ago too. Can't do it's, much about it now. I, I know it's not his fault. Probably a nice guy. Never met him. But if I ever met him, I feel like he's the only person that I I can't talk to. Richard Zemmick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's right. <laughs> Game seven. I love. Oh man. But uh, yeah. I'm. I'm fun. So how, how's uh, the the podcast feel so far? How's the podcast life? So far, so good. This is you know pretty easy. We're just uh, we need to play the nachos and a pitcher, I guess. That's all. Oh, we we can arrange that. Yeah, if, yeah, that yeah. if you're into that, I'm also into that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, all good. Yeah, this is actually the earliest podcast I've ever done. So yeah, I, I this is like. This is almost the end of the day for me, so I apologize. The end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> this is, uh, we've already had a full day already at home. But oh, that's, exactly. that's what I'm, probably we're gonna have to find a middle territory for. Oh, I, I work around you. Yeah, you, okay, yeah. You you have kids, yeah, that's I don't know. That's <laughs> it, so yeah, 11.30 is like an early one, I guess, in, in uh, normal people's time. I just, all I have to really do is just ask my wife, if I can go. Yeah. Yeah. Because she makes my schedule. Yes. I do not. If someone asks me, like, hey, you, you, you want to do this gig? I'm like, you, here's my wife's number. Ask her what I'm doing tomorrow because I have no idea. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of works that way. Why else do? It's, uh, so it's, we'll probably be doing these when we can. Like okay. Once a, once a week or sure. once a, I don't know what to tell people yet to like tune in or look out for them, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure we'll we'll bang them out. Yeah, we'll work the bugs out. And, uh, yeah, that's right. We'll figure it out. We'll get the, the we'll get the response back if, if it's necessary to keep yeah. going to. <laughs> you know, if we're wanted. No, I I put out just a small like Easter egg out on social media, like just a hint that you were going to be doing it with me. Yeah, and. And it was probably the biggest response that hey, I got of people go. like, oh my god, yes, and then people like reaching out, and I was like, how come no one was listening to me? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so if, if you get sick of me, just know that you'd probably be very yeah, successful yeah, on your own. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be able to put this all together. <laughs> I'll be your producer. I'll be the yeah. Andrew Ray yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sit here and talk about it by myself. I had a few, few people that reached out, and they were like, Oh, cool. Actually, do you think um, you could uh, talk to Razor about being the goalie for the Bruins again, and Tuka can just do the uh, the yeah. back? I was like, come yeah, on, guys. That's easy. <laughs> easy. I don't get. I I, don't. I have a hard time sitting in the stands, just because fans get on my nerves. Um. Yeah. I mean. Well, 
I mean, they're fans, so it's it's. Uh, but they're Boston fans. Yeah. Well, Boston fans. And I'm a Boston fan too, but it's, very spoiled in the last uh, 14, 15 years. So. And I think we're uncomfortable with it. Yeah, I, at times I think they're. I also, you know, I think we're like the perspective has been lost a little bit. I think uh, yeah. you know the 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 time most people that are actually going to games now have never they really seen losing that bad. You know, yeah, yeah they, they, all they've seen is winning. You know, everyone from the third, you know, twenty-five to forty range have just won. You know, yeah, and they're able to go to games and follow games. And um, so I think sometimes perspective's lost a little bit. And, um, but in saying that, it's you know everyone's pretty passionate and pretty um, everyone's willing to voice their opinion here in Boston. Yeah. obviously. So uh, sometimes the guys get a hard time for only winning two rounds in the playoffs or for only winning 55 games in the season or for only winning, you know, when the, the Vezina Trophy. When the <laughs> you know, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't it's make insane. any sense, but it's... Like, uh, if you win the Vezina Trophy, if you let anything by you, it's like, oh, well, yeah, why'd yeah. you win the Vezina? Yeah, you win the Vezina, you get to game six of the Stanley Cup Finals, it's not enough, you know? It's tough. It's, that's a high bar. Um, you remember Thomas Caberlet? Yeah, I mean, I played with Cabby and... Stupid Russian for that. two years. So when um, he was here and won the cup, yeah. When his duck boat went by, people were chanting, "Shoot the puck!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, "We won the cup, yeah. guys!" And, and I think too, it's funny because it, it almost like people like think that that's like it kind of takes a um, takes on its own identity and it like becomes funny to some people or becomes like a talking point for people. Yeah. But in reality, it's it's still pretty unfair and it can get out of control the other way too. It, what I don't get is that there's like certain I feel like there's a trend of people that are from Boston that the Boston fans are the hardest on them yes like yeah. I feel like when Hal Gill was here yeah. I was like he's playing out of his mind what do you guys what is your problem and when Jimmy not BC hey, hey. sorry Jimmy yeah. <laughs> when no. he was here, I, I felt like I was constantly defending with the other hockey like writers, and I was like, "What do you want from him?" And they're using stupid stats like, "Well, he hasn't scored in this many games." I'm like, "It's been a healthy scratch for most of those games. Like, he can't score on the ninth floor, man." No, it's uh, and that's the, yeah. It, it it happens in a lot of the cities, a lot of a lot of the major markets for sure. That you know the biggest, you know the the, the hometown guys somehow take a lot of heat. And I'm not sure exactly why that happens, but. Um, you know, it, it, I get but it. it's, it's not unfair. Just me, it's hard. It actually happens. No, no, it happens. It happens in Toronto. It happens in Montreal. It happens in Vancouver. Um, guys, where guys play a lot and come from that area, so it's uh, it can be an issue. So, unfortunately, um, it's not any different here. The guys have a hard time getting behind them. And then when the game's over, you know, when their careers are over, they come back. Then it's okay again. Yeah. Or then all is like kind of forgotten. It's like, oh, I'm glad you played for the yeah. Bruins. It was awesome when you were here. Like spending time with Al and being around Al, you know, he gets uh, he get a lot of you know, oh, it was great when you were here, that kind of stuff. But it never felt like that to him when he was actually here. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't like how the fans treated him either, and it was like. I mean, he had a great career. He was unbelievable, you know, for 15, 20 years in the league and, uh, you know, never really got the respect that he probably should have here, which is unfortunate. But at the same time, we were here at that time when the Bruins weren't, you know, winning and 
they're they weren't you know they were underachieving at times. So I think that kind of came with the territory. Yeah, but I feel kind of like in that like the Hal Gill you. Um, like Joe Thornton, Sergey Samsonov, that was the team that I was like, they're gonna win the cup. Yeah. And I was like, I always think back to like, in my head, maybe just because of the age I was, and that was like, that team was like all my heroes and everything, and like PJ Stock and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was like, they. I forget what I was talking about. <laughs> what is this? No, we were supposed to win. I mean, we were supposed to be the ones to carry the next, like, be good for five, six, seven, eight, nine years. Yeah. You know, we were supposed to be kind of what this team is now, or this group of core players are now, to, you know, the early 2000s. You know, with Joe being here for, you know, 10 years, like Patrice and Krejci and, and those guys. So, um, but the lockout came and it, and it didn't work out. Yeah, a lot of guys left during yeah, the lockout was with the problem. I mean, the team was set up. No one had any contracts after that year. Everything was like, all right, this is going to be basically like a new NHL is starting, and I we're going to start scratch too. Yeah, we're I was change the logo. We're gonna. I was. Oh man, that was a depressing year for me. Yeah, it wasn't much fun for us either. Uh, I went over to Finland. That was fun. That was a good part of it. Went to Finland for three months, and. Um, had a great life experience, but would have been much happier being over here playing hockey. Yeah, yeah, I can. And it was kind of weird that year that like the AHL was like the NHL. It was. was. Like, they took over. Yeah, yeah, it's fine because I, I mean, again, I wasn't around for it because I, I left. Um, but I was talking to guys the other day about how good that AHL was. Uh, you know, that was as good as it'll ever get down there. So many young guys that were down there that that are still playing now. Yeah, because I remember looking at, like, my old, like, game program from, like, the old Lock Monsters playoff game or something against Providence, and, uh -huh. like, the amount, it was, like, Eric Stahl, Johnny Boychuk, and, like, all yeah, those guys Cam were... Cam Patrice yeah. Bergeron, yeah. like, Alberts, and yeah. Brad Boys. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, <laughs> I was, yeah. like, is this a misprint on this, or...? <laughs> I know, it was, it was, yeah, like, guys, I remember, like, Corey Perry and Ryan Getzlaff, and those guys were up in Portland, yeah, it was it was crazy looking back at how good that league was then. I miss AHL hockey. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same now. Not the having cats are gone. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it. I mean, it didn't make a lot of sense the way it was set up. So it's much better for all the guys playing nowadays. It's zero sense. Yeah, <laughs> the to go, Yeah, <laughs> that's right. To go to, out to LA for a game and then come back. It didn't set up. So it's a better setup now for the guys playing. But certainly, it's not as much fun to be in New England as a. You know, it was a great, great place to be for modern hockey. Yeah. Although, you know, San Diego's not a bad gig, rather than Portland. Oh, yeah. The, so, is that the Gulls? Yeah, the, it must be the Gulls. But I know that. Did you play in San Diego? No, I didn't. Oh, it wasn't. Playing. It wasn't. It wasn't around. But now it is. Now oh, it's like now, you're, now it's <laughs> like Anaheim's farm team is San Diego, rather oh, than Portland. Anaheim's not a bad place to be. Yeah. So you're got Disneyland Cup. right there. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Newport <laughs> Beach. That's great, but um, yeah, so I mean, we won't go as long for this podcast, um, we'll just kind of get the first one we'll out warm of the up. way. Yeah, we'll need more bodies to really drag it out, more yeah, questions. Yeah, definitely. Not just but me. yeah, I think, no, I think we can. <laughs> we can <laughs> well, I'm sure we could dig deeper. We could dig yeah, deeper. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. But uh, definitely as the season gets going, and what, what do you think? What do you call that, a tease? Are we, we going to kind of a 
tease for the next podcast. Yeah. And uh, we uh, Google Podcasts. No, I, I yeah, I, the the Nesson, the Nesson stuff kind of uh, teased. Yeah. And the, uh, we got to get you some social media too, huh? Ah, uh, yeah. That'll be uh, that's gonna be. We're gonna we'll see how this goes. That's gonna be last for you know last uh, the last thing to go. A bunch you know, of podcast TV out. first. Twitter will be the finale. Uh, well, maybe not Twitter. That's yeah, Instagram. Yeah, that's fine. You know, you can't get crushed on Instagram. Is that right? Twitter is like yeah. can be mean. Twitter is just it's a war zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I've, know ne- I've never there. really got it. Okay. It's, yeah. Also, not many people follow me there. So. Uh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. But uh, yeah, Instagram's family friendly. Okay. Yeah, there you go. It's fine. But uh, yeah, so I mean, as the season gets going, what what do you think about the? You know any like prospects coming up that you're looking at? Like, uh, there's one prospect that I've been watching, um, and I'm afraid to say his name because I feel like it's. I know I'm pronouncing it wrong, but I'm just pronouncing it the way it's spelled, and I'm afraid I'm going to get in trouble for. I'm saying sure something like racial or something. Yes, Studnika. Okay. Or is that? God, I, <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> Probably not, but um, I was taught to sound it out. So that it's going to be interesting this year because I know, especially with the China trip for the Bruins, they're only going to bring over those 23, 24 guys. So there might be one or two bubble guys that go over, but essentially it's going to be the team there. So um, in one way that's odd, but in another it gives a lot of opportunity for the guys that are staying back here um, to not to really get a lot of love. You know, they're going to get a lot of people, a lot of eyes on them here, and they might be able to make a difference when the team comes back. So um, it'll be interesting what those prospects, but the reality is their team's pretty locked in right now. Um, there's not really going to be any guys, you know, there's going to be guys that are going to have to start down in the minors and get a chance through injury or through some kind of poor play. Um, but the reality is they have a great squad, a uh, great group of guys, so it's going to be a lot of fun, and, and the expectations are higher. So. Too. And uh, anything else you want to touch on before we go? Uh, favorite uh, favorite picture of beer? <laughs> next one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put my order out. I'm gonna think about it, but <laughs> certainly nachos. Oh my god, big nacho guy. Yeah, it's. I've actually had a, a bad um, habit lately. Uh-oh. I've been uh, every day I eat at least a box of waffles. Oh. Ego. Lego my ego. Ego. Brand name waffles, and. A carton of uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and I don't know how to stop. That's every day. Yeah, that's uh, that's an aggressive. <laughs> I started pathway. I started it trying to gain weight because yeah. I can't gain weight. Yeah, I yeah, don't know why. yeah. I'm not getting any weight. Can't stop eating it now. <laughs> oh, expensive perfect. habit. That is. That certainly is. But um, yeah, let's get some uh, let's get some bananas next time. Maybe just yeah, just switch it up. <laughs> bananas, apples. That well, kind of yeah, we'll get a. We'll get a beer sponsor and a nacho sponsor. Perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. just free all the time. Awesome. Ideal. So Whoever's out there. I'm, I'm, I'm working quick on getting us a, uh, a studio. Yeah. Uh, office space, maybe somewhere halfway between where we live, so we don't get a Fair enough. We don't the way in. commute, but this was fun today. Yeah, thanks definitely. for having us. This was, uh, it was fun to walk around and check the walls. I haven't seen all this stuff. So yeah, so cool. thanks to the greatest bar, yep. uh, Julie from Dirty Water TV and part owner, or owner of the bar. 
Awesome, thank you. So we'll be doing this more. Stay tuned at least once a week. Maybe yeah. if, maybe if we get get crazy too. Yeah, week. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Yeah. Not too much. It's, uh, yeah, so keep it here on Breaking the Ice with Josh Dillon and Andrew Raycroft, and I don't have a, a sign-off thing, so we're out of here. Ciao.